0: Hi, everybody. I'm Randy Brock. Thank you for listening to Home Matters. We have a special guest today. That is Brenda Chillman of Family Service Rochester, Director of Community Engagement there. Hi, Brenda.
1: Hi. Thanks for
0: being here today.
1: Well, thank you for having me. Yeah, anytime. You know, I figured
0: uh, we had an open afternoon. We might as well do a podcast on this not-so-gorgeous Thursday. Yes. So, for the record, we're recording on March 5th, and it just so happens to be snowing a little bit outside. Good news is... Yeah, it's really windy, nasty, but this is going to be the first weekend of spring uh, where we have temperatures in the 50s and 60s.
1: It's going to be a beautiful
0: weekend, right? Home projects galore coming Mm -hmm. up this weekend. Have you got a to-do list set up at home? for yes. whether it's you or your husband to take care of? <laughs> yes, I do, actually. Okay. So the honey-do you list. You
1: reminded me because you'd asked me before and I forgot. I do have a big project for him this weekend. What is wow. that? Because it's nice He's and got, sunny. Yeah. He's got to change the sand in the filter for the pool. Oh, right. So it, that's not a fun job, if you can imagine, digging out old yeah. sand that's been used as a filter. I would
0: never... <laughs> that is it gross? Is that a pretty... Uh,
1: we have never done it before. <laughs> no, but so I'm it, assuming... It it's a him job. Yeah. Right.
0: It's, it's his duty. <laughs> That's, okay. right. That's you know, right. I never would have thought of that because where I am, I'm out in the woods and uh, snow. It's everywhere. Oh. I'm still looking at almost a foot of snow in spots or at least wow. it seemed like that. It's, wow. it's all melting. And for us, we have three dogs. So it's the season of muddy paws. Oh my. So my project is cleaning. Fun. Yeah. Yes. Outside. Or not so fun. Yeah. Tell me more about the pool. You're getting things Love ready. It. You're getting yeah. the filter cleaned out. You were telling me before you get that—that's a home project. You get started maybe earlier than most people might think.
1: That's right. We actually last year we had it open for my daughter's uh, birthday, May third. Mather. we had a party, and people were like, "Really, you're gonna have our girls swimming?" And I'm like, right. "It's heated. Don't worry." Yeah. Um, but yeah. So were was...
0: parents of all the guests. They were like worrying that their they're kids like really, might get sick. and I'm like, "Yeah, it's <laughs> fine. It's
1: fine." But that was a big part of you know when we moved into our houses that we wanted a space that we could put in a pool. Yeah. That's a big. That's a big deal to me. It's a big right. deal to our kids. So we use it a lot.
0: So you don't have to wait till school's out. You don't have to wait till Memorial yep. Day. You get it going, yep. and even though you you might not plant a garden until Mother's Day, right? Your pool right. is going before that. Yep,
1: the first day that it's sunny and warm enough, like yeah. I want that pool ready for us, not us waiting for it. Right. Like oh, I can't wait to get into it. I want it ready and. So that's why we take care of that. That's
0: really good news. You know, I was at a, we we're doing a home inspection a couple weeks ago and we were talking about, so somewhere on this patio, there's a power source for a hot tub. Ooh, and we're trying to figure out exactly yes. where it is. And right about now, that sounds like it would be amazing. Almost as, yes. well, so would an 85 degree outdoor pool. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that Which, would, that's, that's almost kinda, a hot yeah, tub. That's what, the, that's what they say at the pool store. When you're keeping it that warm, it's kind of a hot tub. Right. But uh, oh yeah, I thought about that. I'd love to get a, a hot tub, but it's, it would be nice. it's even if yeah. one already has that hookup and stuff.
0: Right. Yeah. And we'll show houses sometimes in the middle of winter that have that hot tub going outside. Oh. So you know, I'm sure that's some maintenance to keep yeah. that going. But how nice would that be? Yeah. Yeah. That in a sauna. <laughs>
1: that. Very nice. On my
0: list of things to get. <laughs> in uh, and they
1: make them smaller now that you can just put them in your basement right. and they're one or two people. And so it's more manageable. Yeah, But yes, all these luxuries. Yeah.
0: And I'm not one to usually plug particular businesses, but I spend a lot of time at Costco and I got their, their email just the other day, had you can buy a, 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 a sauna. Wow. From Costco. And it looks like a barrel. <laughs> and I don't know how they, it probably yeah, okay. delivers on a flatbed truck and you just put it outside. But yeah, it's like a five to six person sauna.
1: Wow. That's that very nice. Yeah. At their price, So I'm thinking about yeah. it. Oh. But it is expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Well, saunas are, aren't they supposed to be just so good for you too? Your right. skin and just getting everything, toxins out and all that, sweating it yeah. out and out. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, considering all the headlines that we've been dealing with lately, you'd kind of want to get all the toxins out of your body.
1: Yeah, and that's I think so it would probably qualify idea. as a health expense, right?
0: right? <laughs> huh. Yeah. You, I wonder if you no. can write that off in your health savings account. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: Probably not, but yeah.
0: Yeah. So, once you, what are the other projects? Anything else you're doing around your house? Or I know too. that I've got just just straight up cleaning to do.
1: Yeah. Well, so we're we're uh, out in the country, and they're looking at paving our road. And so that's oh, the big thing out in the country. Well, honestly, I don't. I don't really mind being on a country road. Sure, uh, you know, on a gravel Less road. That's what I grew up on. And so um, I think it'll be nice for people. But so that's some of that stuff is uh, yeah. uh, kind
0: of swirling around. But then, so what does that mean for you as the homeowner? Are you having to do anything to get ready
1: for them to pay? Would it me- you mean pay the bill? That's what that means. Oh, right. So you're limited (laughs) on what your home projects are. Yeah, that's going to be a
0: pretty big assessment, I suppose. But
1: it's, you know, part of our driveway is paved and part of it's gravel. And so it's like, well, do we finish it and stuff? Because we have, you know, uh, kids that are young enough, they're running around on bikes and playing basketball and all that. So it's nice to have some of that space for them, too.
0: So when they come in in your neighborhood to pave the road, are they also doing curbs and gutters and storm sewer? No. Or is it just the pavement?
1: Just the pavement. All right.
0: Otherwise, that could get... That can get to be that a big... That would be
1: even, yeah, yeah, that'd be even scarier, but,
0: yeah. but a good reminder that you'll be staying in your house even longer <laughs> exactly, to take care of that bill. exactly Maybe not getting the home equity loan to take care of all the other stuff you want to do.
1: Right, um, right, right, I have
0: a, a two-car garage, and my big spring project is to actually remove some of an old workbench from the previous owner. I like to have a workbench. Oh, yeah. I just don't need it the whole width of the garage. So if I can take that out... For the first time ever, I can park my truck in the garage. Oh, nice! It is, and I I love my truck. Yep. It's nice and shiny, but staying outside is just not the best for it.
1: No, not at all.
0: And considering the other day when I I popped the hood to look underneath it, there was a um, a walnut in there. <laughs> so, and I drive <laughs> that didn't every day. Think that day. was good for so, that? No, I don't <laughs> think that a, a chipmunk, a squirrel, or a mouse uh, living in my my truck is is too fun either. Oh, that's great. So you and I, we're going to move past uh, the home projects, the real estate discussion. You and I have been working on a project here lately, and to be honest, you've been doing the bulk of the work, um, but we have a really big event coming up on March 28th.
1: Yes, we're excited about it. And I'm excited, yes. Yeah. This is very much a team effort. We have a great committee, yeah, as you know, uh, working on it, and thank you for chairing that.
0: Yeah, you're yeah. welcome. It's yeah. been fun. I'm, you know, and I've we'll said that six times already, but uh, <laughs> there aren't very many dueling piano events. We have right galas. There are so many galas and fundraisers that we need, all very good causes mm-hmm. in the city Absolutely. of Rochester. And uh, this one is to support Meals on Wheels. So that's yeah. denim, diamonds, and dueling pianos. Uh, that's at Floral Hall. So yeah. this is a couple of a couple of new things for me. Yes. Well, and for you. It wasn't a floral hall last year. No,
1: it wasn't. This is a new venue for us.
0: So a new venue that not a lot of people have used so far. Uh, Some some weddings, some receptions have been held out there, Uh, but this is out at the fairgrounds and it's a beautiful building that's been updated. March 28th, it's got a furnace in case we need it. Oh,
1: it's got pl- I was actually out there today. It's got plenty of heat, so, so we don't warm. have to worry about that. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, everybody who have taken to come in who's working on the event to see the venue is like, oh, wow, this is beautiful. I had no idea. And when they come in, they're just so pleasantly surprised. And the setup of, of that building is just perfect for dueling pianos where right. we can put them in the middle and everyone can see and everyone can be a part of the, the entertainment and have fun. Yeah.
0: And if you're a little bit introverted, you can go upstairs where you have full view. (laughs) And actually, I don't think that's going to be a place for introverts either. I think that that's going to be a busy Mm -hmm. spot in the upper deck.
1: Yep. Yep, I think you know the way we do our events. You don't have to. If you're an introvert, you don't worry. We're not going to put anybody on the spot. Right. Uh, you can not sit down and enjoy sing. it. Yeah, from your chair. Right. But if you want to get up and you know get into it, you sure can. And and you can see what's going on. You know, from yeah. wherever you're sitting. Right. So.
0: And of course, we have a lot of wonderful auction items, stuff yeah. that people can bid on, some trips. Yeah. It, you know if you're feeling a little bit of uh, the winter frumps, there's yeah. an opportunity what is it to Cabo?
1: Cabo yeah, yeah. we've got, we've got pictures trip. on the on the website. It's just a beautiful uh, location that that uh, the, the trip is uh, yeah excuse me the, the timeshare is and right so,
0: and that's a familyservice.org or familyservicerochester.org so yeah. go to familyservicerochester.org and there's an events tab. Yep. And you'll see Denim, Diamonds, and Dueling Pianos. Click on that. You can buy tickets there. You can see all the auction items there as well. Uh, but let's cut to the quick here. Why do we need to raise money for Meals on Wheels?
1: Yeah. Well, so Meals on Wheels is a program that we serve here. It's based on what people can afford. We don't ever turn right. anybody away because they can't afford to pay for their meal. And... Um, For just like everybody's experience, you know, things continue to rise. The cost of groceries go up, gas, packaging materials, all of that that continues to rise. And our challenge has been that the reimbursement or some of the grant funding that we receive has either not kept up with that, or decreased, or gone away. So there's always been a gap between what it actually costs to provide people a meal and what they can actually pay. Mm -hmm. And we fill that gap with money that we raise through events like Denim, Diamonds, and Dueling Pianos yes, um, and yep. other people who you know who want to just support the event. And as that gr- that gap has grown, we've said we need to have a bigger event and, and really pull the community in on, on helping us support this.
0: So this is the second year we've had the event, yes, which is going to be exciting. Yeah. We want to make it bigger and better every year. Um, but just to rewind a little bit on what you're saying, uh, what, it's important to note that for Meals on Wheels, somebody calls and asks for that program they're yep. they, they are going to receive yep. Meals on Wheels.
1: Well, and, they, and we're a little different here, um, you know, in, in Rochester and Stewartville. So now, we'll serve anyone who has a need. So that means there's no age restrictions. Mm-hmm. There's no income restrictions. If you have a need, we will get you a meal.
0: So anybody who needs that meal, it could be disability, it could be age, it could be none of the above. Correct. And not everybody can afford that, obviously. Some people pay for it yes and some people pay
1: the full cost yeah the the majority don't Mm -hmm. Uh, i would say over 90 percent need some help and for everyone that's a little different some people need more help paying for their meal and some people just need a little bit and so we make that accessible for everyone depending on where they're sitting
0: which is fantastic you know i see it firsthand on my route when i'm going on mondays you can tell i guess you can sort of tell um who is some people aren't even able to make it to the door Mm-hmm. some people uh, aren't able to take care of their home they aren't able to clean uh, and they of course aren't able to feed themselves they aren't mm-hmm. able to cook and they might have the means to do it but you see quite a spectrum so yep. it's good to know that absolutely. there is that that safety net for them yep. um to stay in their house we actually yep. talked with our good friend bob yesterday yeah to him his house is everything
1: absolutely and he said i, I wouldn't want to be anywhere else and right. i think a, you know a number of us we can relate to that. Yeah. And we have a family coming to the event who's going to share a little bit, and, and they had that same experience with, with their mom. And they said... All she wanted was to be at home, and we had to have these different things in place mm-hmm. uh, because she was quite ill for uh, several years. But right. with these things in place, she was able to stay at home, and the win was certainly for her, but also for her family, who mm-hmm. wanted nothing more than to be able to grant her that wish. Yeah, and so right. it's it's really it's really rewarding when we can do that.
0: Mm-hmm. And family, I'm sure, is there to help, but yep. family can't be there for every meal. Exactly. They can't be there for lunch every day. They aren't able to be there all the time. So Family Service Rochester is yeah. coming in. Well, I you know, we that. see
1: families, different situations. Sometimes families, like, involved, but they don't live in the area. Mm-hmm. And so it's nice to have somebody else. The other thing is if they live in the area and they can even come over every day, we say, let us take one thing off your plate. Let us help you just be daughter or son or, or whatever. And maybe if, if we bring meals, that means you can play cards and have lemonade. Yeah. Or, or something like exactly. that. And wouldn't they enjoy that? Yeah. Um, so it's, it's all about that. We, we're working as a team and, um, you know, and, and also wanting to make sure caregivers don't get burned out, mm-hmm. that they can continue to, to go with the attitude that they want. Um, and, and if there's things we can help out with, like a hot meal,
0: yeah. let us do that. You know, that's something I was completely unaware of until a friend of mine had to take on that role and she had to take Mm -hmm. care of her parents as they were ailing and eventually her parents passed away not too long ago. But stepping into Mm -hmm. that role, I had no idea how stressful, how difficult, how time consuming that is and how much of a need there is to help that caregiver as well, because that's more than a 40 hour a week job.
1: Way more. more, way more. And yeah. they're going to be hard on themselves and they're going to, you know, expect a lot from themselves, but it's, um, you don't have to do it alone. There's, exactly. there's, there's organizations and people who, who want to help. And if we can take one thing and, and that frees you to do some of the other, then let's do that.
0: Yeah. And give that person who is the caregiver a little bit of rest. They Absolutely. have to recharge. You have to take care of yourself before you're able to take care of everyone else. Yes. Very cool. Um, and so Meals on Wheels, I don't want to um, put you on the spot too poorly here, but how <laughs> many meals would you say, do you know how many meals off the top of your head you provide?
1: About through? Yeah, it's about 30,000 in a year.
0: That's remarkable.
1: Yeah, it's incredible.
0: So I'm doing a little bit of math in my head trying to divide 30,000 by 52 weeks, but um, <laughs> that's that's a lot that's going out the door daily. Absolutely. And it's Sunday yep. through Saturday that you're yep. delivering meals.
1: So, yeah, that's the other thing that's unique to to our area is that we do meals seven days a week. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of programs are just Monday through Friday. Certainly we see less people who need meals on the weekends, but those who do mm-hmm. are typically the ones with fewer resources elsewhere. Yeah. They don't have necessarily the family in town or they don't have the other means. And so they are typically the ones who depend on meals the most.
0: Right. Yeah. I'll be fully transparent, too. A few years ago, uh, when I started delivering, I, I was surprised when we needed to deliver on Christmas Day <laughs> yeah. and New Year's Day. We do that. We do. Every holiday. And you'll see that some people cancel. Thank goodness. They've got family coming yeah. over. and yeah. But not everybody does. Right. Someone needs a meal. So there is somebody in the background cooking that meal yep. so they can have it on, on every day of the week and yep. 365 days a week. People need to eat. Yeah. Um, so that's a wonderful program for that. And to be honest, too, those are my favorite days. Are they? To Get out and about. Yeah. yeah. And especially if my kids are on break, one of them can join. Oh, we can that's the best. Put on the Santa hat on Christmas Day, and, yeah. and <laughs> yeah. really, it's only forty-five minutes, maybe an hour. Yeah. It's it's not. Day. It's
1: pretty doable. Yeah. Uh, when you consider the impact. But you know, the the reason we can serve meals seven days a week, and the reason we can serve meals to to anyone who needs them, is because the backbone of the program are this incredible group of volunteers mm-hmm. who have, from the very beginning, made this program run. Who have said, "We believe in this and we want to help out." And the commitment of our volunteers is amazing. Yeah, uh, you know, we get calls from from clients and say, "You certainly you're not delivering in this weather or whatnot." No, the right. volunteers know you need a meal, and yeah. so they're bringing it to you. Yeah, and. Uh, you know, we've had volunteers who've delivered for over 30 years. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's really rewarding. And, um, you know, as Bob said, when, when we were chatting with him yesterday, that's a big part of what people look forward to with the Absolutely. meal. Absolutely. We say yeah. that the assurance and that daily check-in that the volunteer is bringing is every bit as uh, nourishing as the right. meal itself. And that's, again, that's not just for the person receiving the meal, but for their family members who may or may not be in the area. Because we know somebody's checking in, and if they're not okay, somebody's going to follow up.
0: Yeah. And in addition to that, too, it's a good emergency checkup. Just in case somebody has fallen, somebody's had an injury, uh, for whatever reason, that's also a daily checkup on someone in their home.
1: Yeah, and you know, uh, I mean, I'd say unfortunately we've we have been the ones to find people several times, but that's also the fortunate thing. Right. Um, I've had actually a number of clients share with us that you know I fell and I was stuck, but I was okay. Like I wasn't too worried because I knew. That when Meals on Wheels was coming, they'd be checking in. And I wasn't just going to lay here for days. uh, That somebody was going to notice that I didn't get up to get the door and they're going to figure out how to get in or they're going to send someone to check on me. And um, yeah, that's huge.
0: Right. So in addition to providing Meals on Wheels, tell us about some of the other uh, services that Family Service Rochester provides for sure. families around Rochester. Sure.
1: Um, so, you know, I can. Our, our senior independence is one area that, that Meals on Wheels follows under that. Uh, but other services where we help older adults stay in their homes um, and volunteers do things like shoveling snow and getting groceries and housekeeping and pretty much anything that's not medical. Uh, right. That people need help yeah. with uh, to stay in their home, we will do. We will look for volunteers and get them matched to mm-hmm. get those needs taken care of. But there's two other main program areas that Family Service Rochester provides, and that is mental health counseling and work with children and families around uh, domestic violence and safety. And so the the counseling and mental health is really how we got our start as an organization. And there was a need identified by the United Fund Mm -hmm. at that time, which is now called the United Way uh, for affordable counseling services. Mm -hmm. And so similar to Meals on Wheels, we can provide counseling and a lot of mental health services on an ability to pay basis. So if people don't have insurance or have very high deductibles, we can find a way to serve them and get people the help that they need.
0: So that sounds to me like a very um, complicated issue.
1: Yeah, it is. How
0: you as an organization would deal with that. So how are you able to, how do the people who need help find you? Is it by referral or or how does that, how is that connection made? With yeah, so Rochester. A, a lot
1: of times it is referrals. Other uh, providers in the community know that we we will work with people based on their fees, and they just either can't or mm-hmm. uh, you just don't have the capacity, whatever it might mean. So there's a lot of referrals that way. We work very closely with uh, Mayo Clinic, Olmsted Medical Center, Olmsted County Social Services, and so we get a lot of referrals that way. But also, other people who have uh, used our services in the past are often. Uh, referral sources for us and they'll tell their friends if something comes up hey this is a place you should go to or um, you should go talk to this specific therapist because they're really good sure uh, that kind of a thing
0: and I would imagine there are so many different kinds of needs in that realm of mental health oh yeah so whether you have that help immediately available or you can find the right person for them to go to Exactly. You've got that information. Yeah. You know, you and I had a discussion uh, not too long ago as well, but about Olmsted County Public Health, or mm-hmm. not Olmsted County Public Health, but you're working with the county, yep. and you said that Olmsted County is pretty advanced as far as how yes. they, how we take care of our people here.
1: Yeah, I always say, um, you know, from what I know, um, if you're gonna. Have to work with the social service system uh, because of some child welfare issues. Olmsted County be the place you'd want to do that, right. um, because they have been leaders really in the in the country, uh, certainly in the state, but in the country in in the alternative responses and how we choose to work with families when there's been areas of concern. Mm-hmm. And Family Service Rochester works really closely with the county. In fact, they contract for a number of our social workers to do uh, be part of their teams. And uh, so we come in as a response when there's uh, challenges around safety. There, sure. There's a lot of different programs and ways that we work, but the gist of it is uh, that we are coming in to partner with families when there's been challenges mm-hmm. and help them address their, those challenges through the strengths through the things they already have going well and helping them identify those and then making changes. Which is
0: fantastic. I know that at least in media and by media, I don't mean the news, but in TV shows and anything like that, you think of social services as Somebody who's going to remove the kids from a house, yes, which is a yes. terrible portrayal of probably how things actually are in real Very life. Very
1: true. Very true. Because honestly, our goal is the opposite. Yeah. As long as we can find a way for it to be healthy and safe, mm-hmm. uh, our goal is to how do we keep families together? Right. How do we help support people to address whatever challenges are going on? So, how
0: cool is that? Yeah. So people would probably be uh, concerned about uh, how they would reach out. I mean, you have to be handling each case. Compassionately. Yep. Um, if somebody is wondering how to get a hold of you, how to get mm-hmm. a hold of Family Service Rochester for those kinds of needs. Yeah. Um, it, whether that's family directly or if it's friends or siblings or parents or whatever, how, how should they get a hold of Family Service Rochester? Yeah, right? So if
1: you know if you have questions about the services we do or, or resources in the community or you know what's out there, you can certainly call us at 287-2010 Go to our website, and there's ways for you to contact us that way, email, um, etc. If there's major concerns where you're concerned about somebody's safety immediately, then that's something you need to uh, call either Olmstead County or or the police, depending on on sure. the situation. Yeah. But sometimes things need to be addressed immediately. Um, but we are typically part of that response thereafter, and how to working with the family, and how do we make things uh, safe.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Wonderful. All right. Well, I think uh, is there anything else you'd like to say about Family Service Rochester? I was yeah. actually just thinking, um, in addition to all that stuff, when we were talking with Bob, he was mentioning that you know he gets his meal. He's, he said he's a fanatic for Meals on Wheels. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he loves He loves it. Uh, but also, you're you're helping him out with raking leaves, yep. cleaning windows, yep. taking care of some of those home maintenance things that he's just not able to do.
1: Right. Right. And, you know, and uh, that's another part, again, where I say our heroes are the volunteers who come in. And we have a wide range of volunteer opportunities and a lot of different ways people can be involved. Um, A lot of them are, are helping older adults stay in their homes, but we have other opportunities as well. And we have worked really hard to make this as easy of a process for volunteers as possible. Right. So they can just go onto our website and you can sign up to become a volunteer, go through the whole process there. And then on that uh, website, we have a tool with all of our current openings and people can look mm-hmm. at, hey, what, what's needed and where can I sign myself up? Um, Even if it's delivering meals, you can say, hey, I'm going to deliver this day next week and this day the following week and whatnot, depending on, you know, what works for their schedules." So um, we really try to make it as as flexible and user-friendly as possible for the volunteers because uh, without volunteers, the work doesn't get done and and people don't get to stay in their homes. And um, volunteers are probably one of the greatest resources we have. And... And to be quite honest, for, for the professionals who are working with the volunteers, it's one of the greatest joys. It is one of the, the most rewarding pieces of our work is that we get to work with. These are our co-workers, these amazing yeah. people who say, I'm going to give of myself because I care about other people. So those are pretty awesome co-workers. Right. Yeah.
0: And it's a, it's a really fun kind of volunteering you get to do. Talking with different people on your route. And so speaking of that, we need drivers for Meals on Wheels. We do. Yeah. We do. And this is not something where, you know, if you're volunteering on a board or if you're volunteering in in many different, which is all all of this is good stuff, but you Mm -hmm. could be talking about a volunteer gig that's 5, 10 hours a week sometimes oh,
1: yeah, absolutely you know if you're
0: coaching a softball or baseball team that's a big volunteer commitment it is now if you don't have those kind of hours in your schedule but you want to volunteer mm-hmm. pick a day with meals on wheels and you're talking about an hour yeah
1: commitments yeah
0: about that just
1: like you do you know how you deliver every monday that um, the volunteers who can step up and fill that role make such a big difference because then we're not trying to fill that that route every week right um but for people who can't make that commitment who can't say my schedule changes and certainly in this community there's a lot of uh rotating schedules etc oh sure um, yeah. but we we certainly will welcome volunteers who want to just like i said come on and and fill in a different day or a different route each week we have lots yep. of opportunities um, but as i've been talking with the staff we've mm-hmm. been seeing really a, a a bigger need than we had in the past past. Mm-hmm. And they've, they're having a tougher time getting all of the routes filled. Um, and so that's where we're kind of at the point again where, hey, if you've ever thought about possibly yeah. me- delivering Meals on Wheels or just trying it out, please do. Please reach out to us. Now is the time. Um, and we really need your help.
0: Yeah. And it's a good opportunity. And it's easy. I'll say that. It's easy to say. Uh, but what I really like about it is that it's an opportunity for me to block my schedule. Mm. which you can do. Now, I'm, if, you are, <laughs> I too, if yeah. you are doing a 9 to 5 one week and then you get to do shift work from, say, yeah. 3 p.m. to midnight the next week, it is more difficult. Yeah. But if you have a relatively normal schedule, I love to have that blocked time. Mm-hmm. It's mine. It's, it's 11 a.m. to 12 or 12.30, and that's it. There's no yeah. exceptions. And it kind of needs to be like that for all sorts of stuff. Your, your time <laughs> right. at the gym, your time to. with family, exactly. you're not going to say, well, I suppose this does happen, but usually you don't just simply skip meals Yeah. very often yep. and you wouldn't want someone else to have to do that as well.
1: <laughs> very good point. Yeah.
0: yeah. So if you do want to volunteer for Meals on Wheels, we do need drivers and that regular route is probably one that we need quite a few people to fill yep. as well. So yep. uh, give Brenda and the team at Family Service Rochester a call. It's 507-287-2010.
1: Nice. Well, I have it. to call every
0: once in a while oh, if someone yeah. doesn't get there. So, yeah. If somebody's He's not at their house us, yeah. for their meal, uh, we need to let them know. Yeah. Uh, but what a cool opportunity that is, too. And I know that my uh, old friend, Elva, she would stay at home and knit baby blankets. Oh. And she kept her home tidy, but she was not able to get out and shovel the sidewalk and the driveway. Mm-hmm. And there was uh, a Smiley volunteer at Family Service Rochester who took care of that for her. Yeah, that's great. In real estate, we try to do the same thing quite often as well, is that I don't like the way that this is referred to, but it's called finding a way for people to shelter in place. It Mm. seems very impersonal, Yeah. but it's also a good way where people start to think, all right, well, I've got a house with a basement, it's got a furnace, I can't get there. I also, my back has gone out, or for whatever reason, I don't have the energy to shovel or get the snowblower out. This, there, there are opportunities to stay a little bit longer and yeah. not everybody has the financial yeah. means necessary to go necessarily to get to a senior care facility.
1: Right. And, and, yeah. you know, what that ends up costing us as a, you know, community as well is much more expensive than trying to keep people in their homes. Yeah. Which is where they want to be anyway. So right. it, it's kind of a, hey guys, this is what works. Yeah. You know, when you were talking about uh, knowing the people on your route, I was, doing the regular route that is the really the benefit to it if you're mm-hmm. the regular route means you do the same day the same route each week so for yeah. you it's mondays every monday you see the same people right and you get to have a relationship with them mm-hmm. and they get to know you and i know that is uh, for for a lot of volunteers part of the really rewarding part is you know i'm looking forward to chatting with with bob today or yeah. or so and so and i know so and so is going to give me a hard time about right. whatever so the and vikings losing or whatever right. you know,
0: so. you get to be friends with them yeah. on the road and i can go the, the very first week you you aren't necessarily you're dropping off a meal and they'll say be sure to close the door behind you and <laughs> yeah. and that's it but after a while you break down those barriers and you get to know them and it really is fantastic yeah so if if you're interested to find a way to to uh, volunteer some of your time i'd highly recommend that All right, we've made it to a half hour, Brenda. Is there anything else you want to add while we're here? This is your opportunity. This
1: is my opportunity to say, hey, come to Denim Diamonds and Dueling Pianos. Randy Brock is our MC. Yeah, be there, have a good time with Randy. And I I just promise it's going to be a fun evening. um, With certainly with the Dueling Pianos, we also have live and silent auctions and some great. Food from local chefs, right. and so it's it's just going to be one of those things. And we often refer to this as a casual gala.
0: I was just going to say, yeah, yeah. you don't have to rent a tux. You don't have to rent you don't a, have a have denim to shine tux. Shine your shoes. No, <laughs> yeah. I would kind of like a denim tux. <laughs> yeah. So if anyone can
1: hook Randy up with a denim tux, <laughs> right. that would really be great. Preferably three-piece. <laughs> very nice, very nice. So yeah, so it's we want people to come and, and be comfortable. It's still very much a gala where it's a high-end event. We're going to have you know great quality food and entertainment and, and supporting a really important cause. Yeah. Uh, but but you can come in your jeans if you want.
0: Right. Yep. Yeah. It's a step up from jammies. <laughs> uh, it is a fun time. And uh, the meals there are fantastic as well. You're not it's not a sit down and eat event. We will have seats for people to sit down, but our friend Zach Oley from Cameo is going to be there and he'll be providing meals as will other local chefs.
1: Yeah, so we have um, chefs from the Heritage Culinary Group, from Blue Duck Kitchen, from Porch Hot Chip, from Terza, from Cameo, um, and then from Half Barrel
0: half a barrel. We got them yeah. all. Yeah, I was, sorry, I was, I all I, I was so it's out they're they're, they're all like
1: small plates yeah. um, but it's it's certainly going to be more than a meals worth. Um, so you just get to kind of have it like Kind of like heavy appetizers. Yeah, and we have a craft beer sponsor. Yes, Thesis Beer will be there uh, with samples, and then everybody um, also gets a free pint. So they'll give you a sample, and then you decide what kind you like the best, and they'll give you a pint of that. Nice. Yeah.
0: Wonderful opportunity to uh, have a a fun time, a casual time. That is March 28th. Uh, We open the doors. Well, you and I are going to be there early, but is it 6 p.m.? Yep, 6 p.m. people can come in. We open the doors, and the dueling pianos will be rocking. Starting at about 7.30, I think that is. So uh, a lot of fun. All right, Brenda, thank you very much for being here today. Thank you. Brenda Chilman is the Director of Community Engagement at Family Service Rochester. They're at familieservicerochester.org. And your phone number is 507-287-2010. We are Whiteman Brock Real Estate Advisors. Uh, We are licensed in the state of Minnesota. We are at whitemanbrock.com. And you can get a hold of us at 507-208-2246. Our email address is info at whitemanbrock.com. Have a great day. Thanks for listening.